Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm JJ Johnson, uh, chef and founder of Field Trip, host of Just Eats on Clio TV, and a new author of The Simple Art of Rice. You know, a fun fact about me is I cook two meals a day for my twins because they have two different type of personalities and two type of palates. I think they know there's a restaurant and a chef in the house, so I think they're always putting me up for the challenge. I'm Jesse Sparks, and this is The One Recipe, a podcast that turns to chefs and home cooks with a big question in mind. What is their one? The signature recipe they're always ready to geek out about. This week, we're checking in with J.J. Johnson, the chef and founder of Field Trip, which has two locations in New York City, and the author of the new book, The Simple Art of Rice. J.J. is the rice master and just has so much knowledge on the subject. Have a listen. Hey, JJ, it's great to talk with you. How are you doing? I'm amazing. You know, I'm in cookbook uh, <laughs> land, new restaurant oh land, gosh. you know, kids back to school land, like, you know, all the above. You have two restaurants going. One is just coming out of renovations. The other is still chucking along. Your cookbook is now out in the world. People are gobbling it up left and right. How has the response been to the cookbook? You know, the response has been really well to the cookbook. You know, when you get text messages from your family members that are like, yo, you just, you made me cry. There's a tear that dropped from my eye. Or like my cousin texting me like, oh my goodness, like I'm I'm even more proud of who I am. Or there's a part in the beginning of the book I talk about eating grapefruit with sugar on top. He's like, I didn't even realize that's how you grew up too. And we're like 10 years apart. Um, so... It's been a great response. Definitely people that don't know how to cook rice are cooking rice now, and people that cook rice really well are cooking rice. Um, And I think that's what The Simple Art of Rice is all about. Yeah, and that's a huge win. If you can motivate people who haven't been cooking at all to at least get started, what more could you really wish for or ask for? I'm kind of curious, because you have so much going on with TV appearances, your own TV show, and then also, as we said, the restaurants, what about rice felt so urgent that you wanted to do it in a cookbook format right now? You know, shoot, for 10 years I've been researching rice. Mm -hmm. Uh, Ever since my early days at the Cecil, I realized that rice is a celebrated ingredient around the world, except for here. At one point, it was celebrated. At one point, it was a cash crop. Um, and I felt like there's so much history around rice that people didn't don't know about. Like, people don't know that rice origined in West Africa. People don't know that there's Carolina gold rice. They just think it's Carolina rice. Like, it's a common conversation I have. People don't know, like, that... Um, you know, jollof is red rice and red rice is jambalaya and like all these great things. Um, so it was, it, I felt like it was also just the right time to start writing the book. Who would know that the, the world or the country needed to be unified? And I think the simple art of rice is the book that can unify the country because of rice. And that's what the beauty of it does. Has your relationship to rice changed or grown at all in the course of just researching and reporting it out for the last 10 years? You know, 
my relationship with rice has changed <laughs> a lot, like cooking through the book, because like I've cooked box rice, I've cooked minute rice, I've cooked regular rice, I've cooked rice that you, t- you know, and I don't mean regular rice, rice, like proper rice. I mean, I put rice next to each other, like, okay, this is going to be done in 10 minutes. And my rice is going to be done in 25 minutes. And it's both done at the same time. It's like just all marketing stuff. So like my rice relate, my relationship with rice has grown probably closer over the last three years. And there's been a lot of like funky stuff of rice happening on in my house of like trying to scrape the bottom of the pan off. How do you get this? What do you do with the, the overcooked <laughs> rice, the undercooked rice? I mean, my wife is probably slightly over rice um, because it's kernels are in every corner of our apartment. I believe it. Is your family just completely done? They're like, honestly, dad, you don't need to cook anymore. We'll we'll figure something else out. It, My son's they, like, yo, where's the point? pasta? My son's like, where's the <laughs> pasta? <laughs> but but as you've been making all this rice, do you have any hot takes? Like, do you prefer stovetop rice to a rice cooker? Do you think rice cookers are overblown altogether? Nah, I love the rice cooker. I think rice cookers are the next toaster. Um, I think rice cookers make people feel comfortable. Um, I think people just haven't pushed the limits on rice cooker. And we talk about that and then towards the middle of the end of the book where you can do these rice packets of like, if you're a box rice person, you can leave that alone for a second, pull some of those spices out of your cupboard and cabinet, throw them in with your rice and you can get that next level of rice how you want it. Um, mm-hmm. and you don't need that big fancy rice cooker. It's like a two cupper or four cupper. It's super cool. Um, I'm a stovetop kind of guy when it comes to rice. I like the crispy bottom of the pan. Um, I have a trick of how to get that off when I tell people, like, let your rice rest. I'm really telling you, let your rice, let the bottom of the pan steam out. So you kind of scrape it off and then it pop off nice and easy. Um, and I'm also just, you know, when you're cooking, if you're somebody that's cooking too much, like your grandma used to cook, there's no room on the top of the stove for the rice. Then you could put it in a crock pot or a hotel pan <laughs> and stick it in the oven. It's something we do at Field Trip from time to time. Uh, yeah. But yeah, just, you know, who would know that? I, I would have never known that rice would excite me so much. <laughs> um, I can go on for days talking about this part. Oh, I don't blame you one bit. And it makes sense because at your restaurant's field trip, it's a rice-focused restaurant. You know, you're doing different rice bowls. You're doing different preparations, right? Correct. It sounds like rice is playing some type of really important role in every aspect of your life. So is rice your one recipe? Yeah, of course. It's one thing to write a cookbook and, like, test your recipes, write your recipes, and cook from it at that point. But it's another thing to come back to the book and start to cook out of it again. And my one recipe is a cinnamon-spiced lamb rice that I truly love, that I think is going to wind up on everybody's Thanksgiving table. Ooh, wait. So tell me all about it. When were you introduced to this recipe? Um, I got introduced to this recipe, a similar recipe in Tel Aviv, um, on the coast there of Tel Aviv. Like You got over the hotel room looking onto the ocean. Just casually painting a picture, yeah, making you us know. all jealous. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, like the you can, when somebody was cooking this rice and they opened up the pot, uh, you can smell the fragrance of the pistachios, the dates, the cinnamon, uh, the fresh peas getting poured in. It, it is one of those things that you're like, I just don't have enough time to cook or I don't want to wash enough dishes. This is your one pot wonder. 
Like you, 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 you caramelize, you render out the lamb, you add in the spices of the cinnamon, uh, you then, you know, toast your rice, you kind of pop the top on and you kind of let it simmer. And that's like the beauty about rice is going to absorb all that flavor. The rice is about like 90% cooked and you start to layer in the rest of the dates and the peas and the, you know, the salt and the lemon juice. And it, it, it is, I don't know. Every time I make this dish, Jesse gets people like, they're like, what's that smell? What's going on? What are you, are you baking? Right. Um, and I'm like, no, that's, that's just what cinnamon, that's just what cinnamon does in the kitchen. It's one of those things that I think almost everyone can immediately recognize the smell and knows that no matter what's actually on the stovetop or in the oven, people are going to want to eat it. Correct. Okay, so walk me through your process. Oh, uh, yeah. So you need ground lamb. You mm-hmm. will season your ground lamb with some salt, some cinnamon. Uh, you get your Dutch oven. And you're going to take your ground lamb and render that off into with some vegetable oil. And when I'm saying render, I mean cooking down at a high heat to get some, you know, caramelization, some some brownness on the meat. You're then going to add in your uh, a little bit of cracked black pepper. Uh, you're going to stir in your cinnamon, your nutmeg, your ground cumin. And this is in the recipe where I, I think you can, you know, have fun. Like you could put in a ground cinnamon. Mm-hmm. You could also put in some cinnamon bark. You could definitely Ooh. put in some cinnamon sticks. You're going to then add in your chicken stock. You're going to let, let that come to a boil, a uh, really hard boil to really fortify that chicken stock for about 15 minutes. And then you're going to add in your rice, that rinsed rice. You're going to throw that rinsed rice into the boiling liquid. Now, typically, that's not like a traditional step of cooking rice, but you're going to add that rice and you're going to do one stir. Because you need that stir. You want that rice fully coated. You're going to smooth it out. You're going to pop the top on. And you're going to let that rice cook. I call it about 10 minutes, 10 to 15 minutes. And then meanwhile, in a skillet, you're going to toast some pistachios with some butter. And listen, now I don't want nobody out there buying pistachios in in, in the shell like they got to crack open. Please, please let us save you. Let us save you hours of work. I have looked foolish. I'll say it like that. Trying I to crack and shell too many pistachios. And why You're saving lo- lives here. And why I love the pistachio ad in this dish is I grew up eating pistachios with my Uncle Donald and Aunt Lisa. There was always a debate of what was better, the red pistachios or the green pistachios. Um, and they would make me crack them. Uh, like you're going to be a chef, you need to crack the pistachios. So I add that touch of the pistachios in there, but I want you guys, I want people to toast them to get that fragrance out, to get that butteriness to it. It'll take about two minutes moving the pan. You'll take a slotted mm-hmm. spoon, take it out, put it on a plate. And then going back to the rice, you're going to add some lemon juice. You're going to chop up those pistachios. You're going to throw it in there. You're going to fluff that rice. You're going to take some pitted dates. You're going to rough chop those dates. You're going to throw those in there. You're going to fold it into that rice. You'll pop the top back on. You'll let it rest for another five to 10 minutes. And then you'll hit it with some fresh parsley. And I'm telling you, the fragrance, drop it off in the middle of the table and let the rest do the work. 
Oh, that sounds beautiful. And already, like, it sounds so homey. You have that the dates bring in that little bit of sweetness. You have the pistachios bringing it super homey, super nutty and warming. Like, all of this sounds incredible. Are there any, like, rice tricks or tips? Like, before you told us about, you know, getting that rice nice and crispy so that it releases cleanly from the bottom of the pot. But are there any... Other pieces of advice you would give to people who are not the most confident stovetop rice cookers? I think if you overcook your rice, don't throw it away. You can use that in rice porridge or rice soup. If you undercook your rice, you we, I do like a steam tri- trick where you add a little bit like tablespoon by tablespoon of water and put the top back on, let it steam out and keep going till you get mm-hmm. that rice grain to be fully cooked or burst, I call it. Um and the number one rice trick that I think most people don't know, all our fried rice lovers, is one day old rice is perfect for fried rice. So I show you rice four ways in the book from different parts of the world, from Peruvian to Nigerian to traditional egg fried rice. So these are these are a couple of tricks I think that people really love. And if you are trying to be more of a rice connoisseur, we'll take you on that journey. Well, hey, I am always trying to be more of a rice connoisseur, so... Sign me up, give me a ticket, and strap me in. I'm ready to go. (laughs) JJ, thank you so much for making time. I have had a blast, and I cannot wait to make this recipe. I always got time for you. Don't worry. We're on the rice journey together. JJ Johnson is a chef and the author of The Simple Art of Rice, recipes from around the world for the heart of your table. You can find his recipe for that cinnamon spice lamb rice on Instagram at the.one.recipe and at the1recipe.org. And hey, if you liked what you heard here today, take a minute to let us know. Like or subscribe. It makes a huge difference for us. This week's episode was made for you by producer Erica Romero, associate producer Maria Wortel, technical director Alex Simpson, and digital producer James Napoli. Sally Swift is our managing producer. APM Studios executives in charge are Chandra Kavati, Joanne Griffith, and Alex Schaffert. Beth Perlman is our executive producer. The One Recipe was created by Sally Swift and Erica Romero. I'm Jesse Sparks. This is APM Studios. Go make some magic. <laughs>